Welcome to Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure in Movies. Here are your hosts, Bill Fraser and Tony Sartu. Welcome to Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure. I'm Bill. And I'm Tony. Wait, wait a minute. Bill, you said Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure. What about the music? We like music. We like movies. We like TV. We like books. We like lots. Of, we like sports. We like lots of things. And to limit ourselves to only talk about albums, when we've already done a bunch of episodes on movies, it should just be our adventure. Don't you think? I love it. I love it. So... That means our adventure today is going to be movies. We're going to riff on what we did last year. So we had so much fun last year doing our holiday extravaganza of holiday songs that we're going to do a holiday extravaganza of movies this year. So we are going to have Bill and Tony's favorite top 10 movies. We're not competing in it this year, but we're going to get to our top 10 by just alternating picks. So it's going to be the official Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure holiday movie list trademark all right tm all right um so that brings up a good point so holiday movie what 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 makes up a holiday movie we're gonna go with movies that are really the november through end of december ish holidays so we're not talking easter we're not talking fourth of july you know you can't whip out independence day with with will smith sorry can't do it uh this is all about Anything from, say, Thanksgiving to New Year's. Is that fair? Sounds good. Yeah, no, I like it. And we're not going to engage in that trite old conversation about Die Hard. By our definition, you know, you guys can like it or not. But by the definition that we've laid out, Die Hard is plainly a Christmas movie. Let's not talk about it. Exactly. So with that being said, and being as we're not competing, we're just trying to get our best list out there, Tone. I am happy to let you go first because I absolutely trust your taste in movies and I would love to hear what you would pick first. All right. And we are being our authentic selves. So we are not trying to, you know, give you folks the, you know, the classic, these are the best Christmas movies of all time by whatever metric that is. We're giving you our authentically best uh, favorite Christmas movies. So with that, I can't start anywhere else but with Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> Very nice. That is absolutely the you know first memory of Christmas content that I have had ever had, and it's still you know one of my favorites. So um, you know, around this time of year, in my family, in my household, we say you know the lines are just part of our regular conversation. Literally this week. I heard two these two lines uh, spoken by family members. I got a rock. And ugh, I've been kissed by a dog. <laughs> so um, Charlie Bound Christmas, no doubt. That's a great pick, Tone. I, uh, I can't argue it. I mean, it wouldn't have been my first pick, but it's definitely something that I can get behind 100%. And I definitely have a lot of memories of watching that, you know, Growing up, Georgia and I sitting and watching Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, together on the couch every year. I can completely remember that very vividly. All right. So what's next? So I'm going to go in a similar vein to something that means a lot to me. Uh, and I'm going to have to say it's a wonderful life. And every Christmas Eve, I sit 
and watch It's a Wonderful Life with my family. We all curl up with blankets on the couch and we sit and we watch It's a Wonderful Life every Christmas Eve. Um, it is one of my favorite movies, period, of all time. And the fact that it's a holiday movie and I think it has a great message about connection and friendship and, and caring for others and taking care of other people, it's always got a special place in my heart. It's hard to argue with that. That's prob- That's possibly the quintessential uh, Christmas movie. Uh, but for me, I, I didn't grow up watching Christmas movies. So like all of the classics that, you know, are, I, I was just arguing with Colleen over dinner tonight. Cause I told her we were recording this and I just named some of the classic Christmas movies that I either have only seen in the last five years because of her or still haven't seen. And she refused to believe me because she can't imagine a world where someone would not have seen these movies all their lives. So yeah, I, I only recently in the last five years saw it for the first time and yeah, you know, I get it. It's just not, it doesn't have that nostalgia uh, resonance for me. All right. Fair enough. It's certainly a classic. I can't argue. Give me Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed any day of the week. All right. Well, may as well uh, just the, the aforementioned die hard you know, will make the case that, you know, to me, I, I, I was defending this and, and I hate talking about it. I think it's just such an old, tired argument. But Bruce Willis is flying out to L.A. to go attend the Christmas party with Bonnie Bedelia. At the Nakatomi Plaza. At, at, the, at Of course, at the plaza. So, I mean, it's taking place during Christmas. He's got, you know, Christmas uh, is is when it's happening. It the, the plot is driven by christmas so let's not argue is it a christmas movie it's you know it takes place during the holidays so by our definition it's definitely a christmas movie and anything that's got its own advent calendar has to be considered a a, a christmas movie right i mean you've got the advent calendar of hans gruber you know falling Mm -hmm. off nakatomi plaza you know 25 days so absolutely so and you know that's just a movie that uh, you can never not tune in to if you catch it on so uh, that'll be my next selection that is a great pick i am very happy with that at number three um i am going to go with elf at number four um in the annals of movies that just make me smile um and and movies that i will never turn off when they're on elf is on the my cousin Vinny, that type of a i will never change the channel when that movie is on so doesn't matter how many times I've seen the movie, doesn't matter what part the movie is on, I will sit and it will draw me to my seat on the couch and I will sit and watch it. That movie makes me laugh, makes me smile. Will Ferrell is so freaking good just playing the dopey elf character, the innocent elf character. And James Caan as his father is spectacular. So absolutely love that movie. Yeah, I sometimes think that that Jimmy Khan might even give the better performance. Not to take anything away anything away from Will as uh, as Buddy, but uh, Khan is great in that movie. So interestingly enough, um, you know, uh, me, Ellie, and and Carl were all Zoe D fans, and and this was sort of when Zoe D kind of became Zoe D, and yet we don't love the movie we we like it don't get me wrong we like it you're killing me dude you're killing me but again 
no qualms. Will Ferrell is great. Jimmy Conn gives a great performance, and Zoe D is is Zoe D. So, um, Elf is perfectly fine by me. All right, what do we got at number five? All right, so and this is going to really uh, go back to that point I was making about how I didn't grow up watching all the classic Christmas movies. My next one is it's just one of my favorites, A Muppet Christmas Carol. I think A Muppet Christmas Carol is just a great rendition of the Christmas Carol. And that's where my nostalgia is, because as a kid, that's what I was watching. You know, me and Rick were watching on our own, you know, without our folks who did not have any engagement with anything uh, Christmas. So uh, Muppet Christmas Carol is my next choice. Love that movie. Remember watching it as a kid. Um, Definitely a great pick. So no, no argument for me on, on Muppet Christmas Carol. All right, number six. Ah, this is where it starts to get a little interesting for me. Um, where do I go? Where do I go? Um, I, you know, Tone, I'm going to have to say that you'll shoot your eye out, and I'm going with A Christmas Story. Again, another movie that just makes me smile. The voiceover that Gene Shepard does in the movie as you know the older Ralphie talking about what was going on in his childhood, the the acting from Ralphie and his brother, the the dynamic with the the neighborhood bully and the flick getting his tongue stuck on the pole in the schoolyard. I mean, the Santa Claus, you know, pushing Ralphie down because he'll shoot your eye out, kid. The movie just makes me smile every single time. And the you know the the bumpus dog seal, stealing the turkey on Christmas Day, the dynamic between the the dad and the mom. I, I just love the movie. So this is the movie that actually started the dinner table argument today. I said that I've never seen this movie and Colleen refused to believe it. I'll believe you never saw it, but you know what? You need to sit down and watch it. It, it is it is a great movie. It is 100% worth your time. Well, I think on on like on Christmas, like TNT or one of those channels just runs that movie in a loop in a loop <laughs> all day. So you mentioned... Um, What's the name of the boy, the, the lead boy? Ralphie. Ralphie is the Ralphie. lead character. Yep. So you mentioned Ralphie, and uh, I just recently learned some Ralphie trivia. And curious if you know, uh, if you have any uh, knowledge about what Ralphie's been up to as a grown person. I actually read it a while ago. I just don't remember. It's been a while. Uh, so refresh my memory. So somewhere along the way, uh, the actor who played Ralphie as a kid is a gentleman named Peter Billingsley. And Billingsley somewhere along the way became friends with Favreau and possibly Vince Vaughn, but definitely Favreau. And he is a producer on the movie made, which was sort of the semi sequel to swingers starring Favreau and Vince Vaughn. He was a producer on dinner for five um, Favreau's, uh, you know, sort of talk show um, where, you know, people just got together for dinner and just talked about show business executive producer on the breakup vince vaughn and jen anison are the stars executive producer on iron man did you know that the christmas story boy is an ep on iron man i knew he was involved in the movie business and uh other um you know a bunch of other producing credits also bit parts in uh one of the spider-man movies in iron man as well so um he surprisingly, you know, like that's a person where I just thought that, okay, he played that kid back in the day and that was it for him. He's probably, you know, made a 
good chunk of change uh, as a producer on all these movies uh, since. So that was just something that surprised me. I can imagine that he's in a good financial situation. Yes. Yeah. All right. So for me, uh, I'm going to pick one of my top three, if not my number one movie of all time, When Harry Met Sally. And I was only thinking about this last night when we were talking about doing this show. And I said, you know what? Harry Met Sally, the back half of that movie takes place primarily over the course of 15 months, spanning the fall of one year into, you know, through a Christmas, through a New Year's, through a whole nother year, through the next Christmas to the next New Year's uh, night. So, um, you know, and you've got some iconic scenes, you know, with them uh, Christmas tree shopping and, and things like that. So um, I think that that since, you know, a good chunk of that movie is, and, and particularly the end is around the holiday uh, time, I consider I'm going to start considering it a holiday movie and I'm going to name that as my next pick. Harry Mitchell is one of my favorite movies. Great movie. Absolutely love it. I'm not going to argue with you on whether it should be in the holiday movies or not, because I think you I, th I think under our parameters, it fits. I wasn't thinking of it that way. So it, it wouldn't have made my list from that perspective, but I can't argue it. it and it's an all time great. All right. So what do we got? Number eight? Number eight. You know, I'm going to go Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, I can't say that I've ever gone a year where I didn't watch it. And it's a classic. It's It makes me think of my childhood. It makes me think of when, you know, my daughters were young and we'd sit around and watch it. Um, we still sit around and watch it. So I can't imagine a holiday season without Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm thrilled that you picked Rudolph because that would have been the one if we if we left that one off, I would have been really disappointed about. Um, but I'm not taking it my next one. So I'm so glad that you picked it. Rudolph to me, yeah, of those, yeah, you know, and I don't know if there's more than this, but to me, there's like the the three claymation ones that I think of are, you know, Rudolph, Frosty, and then Year Without a Santa. And, you know, I, I kind of almost grouped them together. But um, well, the Rankin and Bass ones, I would definitely kind of put in a little bucket together. So my personal is I don't love Frosty like Frosty like is like, yeah, whatever. Um, but I would, you know, the year without a Santa Claus. Absolutely. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Absolutely. The heat miser, cold miser. Absolutely. Uh, Burger Meister, Meister Burger. Give me more. A yo-yo for me. Absolutely. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. Uh, and I need Yukon Cornelius. And that's yeah. why Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is on my list. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm thrilled with that. So that's great. Um, now, my last one is going to be one that is not going to be um, po uh, popular, but it's not going to be popular because it's just unfamiliarity or ignorance um, and ignorance, meaning not knowing. Uh, no, no shade on uh, anyone who's not familiar with this one. But as a lot of you know, I am a Hallmark movie obsessive. I've seen, I stopped counting, but um, a couple of years ago, I cracked a hundred Hallmark Christmas movies, not even just like regular season movies, just the Christmas movies. So I've, I've got to be around 150 by now. And my all-time favorite out of the 150 Hallmark Christmas movies I've seen is what I will tell anyone it is it's a legitimately 
good movie. If you just watch it, take the Hallmark context out of it and just watch it for what it is. It's a great Christmas movie and it's called The Road to Christmas. If you haven't seen it, you can do a seven day free trial on uh, Hallmark movies now. If Hallmark's not part of your uh, cable or streaming package, but check it out. It's awesome. And Hallmark, starts- if you'd like to sponsor the show, <laughs> Bill at BNT Excellent or Tony at BNT Excellent, <laughs> please reach out. Um, it stars uh, Chad Michael Murray for you, One Tree Hill fans. He was uh, one Jan of the Michael leads Vincent? on that. Not not Jan Michael Vincent, Chad Michael Murray, um, and uh, my uh, my personal favorite Jesse Schramm. She's the uh, the female lead. Um, you can see her on Chicago Med on CBS on Wednesday nights. So CBS, if you want to sponsor us too, uh, feel free. <laughs> All right. So I knew you were going to have to go off book and pick a freaking Hallmark movie and kill me because now now we're going to have a ton of honorable mentions, dude. Um, so ah, now you're making my last pick like really painful because there are three movies that I really want in our top 10 that are not going to make it into our top 10. Um Something's just going to have to be honorable mention. So I'm I'm legit going to go with one of my favorite movies. Um, so I'm going to go to the spirit of what we're doing this for, something that I love personally. And it's my my favorite version of A Christmas Carol, which is Scrooged. Ah, yes. Oh, Scrooged, the Bill Murray one. The Bill Murray one. Um, it, my absolute, absolute favorite version of A Christmas Carol. Anytime it's on, I will sit and watch it. Absolutely, absolutely love that movie. Like, absolutely love that movie. Yeah, no, that's um, in all the the Christmas Carol variants. That's might make my top five. Yeah, it it is by far my favorite Christmas Carol version. I mean, I, Christmas Carol is a great story. I mean, just a, a a brilliant, you know, classic story that's been done so many different versions, and and all of them, you know, have bring something different to it in some ways um anytime you've got uh mary lou retton playing tiny tim and doing the gymnastics <laughs> and uh you know sorry you know it's got gotta gotta be gotta be on the list yeah no it's good the the other and you already put the muppets on there so if i had to pick another christmas carol variant i was gonna go with scrooge not scrooged but scrooge and that's the albert finney musical version um that's one I'd only seen for the first time in the last, you know, five to 10 years, but uh, I really like that one as well. So that's my, Oh, I'm sorry. So I guess that's uh, sort of bringing us into the honorable mentions. So before we get to honorable mentions, we should recap what Bill and Tony's official top 10 holiday movies are. Trademark. TM. Uh, so we'll just alternate. So I let us off with a Charlie Brown Christmas. And I picked second with it's a wonderful life. I went with Die Hard. And I followed that up with Elf. And then The Muppets Christmas Carol. And what would Christmas be without a Christmas story? It would be every Christmas of my life, apparently. Um, Then When Harry Met Sally. And then the wonderful stylings of Rankin and Bass with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And finally, the Hallmark new classic, Road to Christmas. And then my very, very last, our number 10, Scrooged, the Bill Murray masterpiece that makes me smile every time I watch it. 
See, this is this is uh, us, you know, following our hearts because I know for a fact that all five of the movies that I picked, I could watch happily multiple times in a Christmas season. Ultimately, that's the five that I picked are probably the five that I want to see every Christmas season. Like that's kind of the way that I I picked. Mm-hmm. Um, there are others that I think we should kind of get to our honorable mention list that I, sure. I feel like you know we we missed a few. Uh, but yeah, I already mentioned Scrooge, the, uh, Albert Finney musical version. Let's stick with your, uh, Christmas Carol theme. I think you had another version of, uh, Christmas Carol that you would consider as well, right? Yes. Well, of course, you know, as a, as a Star Trek fan, um, I also had the the Patrick Stewart version. All right. And then going with more recent holiday movies and it's funny to say more recent when they're probably 30 years old at this point. Home Alone not making the list is was kind of hard for me. Uh, it was down to that or Scrooged. Um, Christmas Vacation not making the list was kind of hard for me, uh, but got to stop somewhere. Um, and then there's some real classics. I mean, Miracle on 34th Street was part of the movie landscape of my childhood. I mean, every Christmas would be Miracle on 34th Street and March of the Wooden Soldiers. So it would always be, you know, the, the Natalie Wood, Miracle on 34th Street, the original black and white, and the Laurel and Hardy March of the Wooden Soldiers every single year. Yeah. So those two are definitely movies that I only saw in the last 10 years at the behest of Colleen. And um, I don't mind them, but it's, it's, they're not movies that I'm like sitting down and engaged with like uh, the other ones on my list. So you mentioned home alone and how how funny, you know, that we just finished recording our uh, Liz fair exile and Guyville uh, episode. And um, if you haven't, Oh, because that one hasn't dropped yet. So this one's coming out first. Um, so tune into our Exile in Guyville uh, episode that's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. And you'll get some trivia related to Home Alone. The other thing I'm going to mention on on those uh, two movies, um, you said Home Alone. And what was the other one you said after that? Uh, Home Alone and Christmas Vacation. Oh, Christmas vacation. So uh, my neighbor and friend, Michelle, just went to the 2023 New Jersey Christmas Con. Um, she's gone the last, you know, at least three uh, years, if not more. And she's got, she snapped pictures with Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. So, Tony, do you have any other uh, notable mentions or honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, we, we already touched on, you know, um, the other uh what did you call them uh, w- the, the rudolph related movies you the rankin and bass uh ecosystem of movies okay yeah so we already touched on those guys um so i guess the only other one i'd mention would be love actually which i'm not as crazy about as uh, some other people are but i do enjoy the movie just not as much as other people but i do like it i'm gonna channel my inner tony hot take and i'm gonna <laughs> say incredibly overrated I've never even made it 20 minutes into the movie because it just, it doesn't catch me. Oh, wow. It's not a hot take. I agree with you. I think it is overrated, but something can be overrated and still good. Um, and you don't think it's good, but I, uh, I do think it's good, but I do agree with you. It's overrated. I don't begrudge anybody who wants to watch it. I just don't need to be there. <laughs> I have a few more honorable mentions that I'd like to at least, uh, give a quick mention to so you know some of the old classic movies i mean i I think i'd be kind of remiss if i didn't at least mention white christmas the the bing crosby movie i mean it's one of the most 
memorable movies because he sings White Christmas in it. And it's just such an indelible part of Christmas from a, a Christmas song perspective. Um, the other is a movie I actually watched last night. So I was you know, doing some research on different holiday movies and you know, making my list and checking it twice. And I came across uh, Georgia recommended a movie that I wound up watching last night called The Shop Around the Corner. Have you ever heard of it, Tom? No, never. So I hadn't either. So Georgia recommended it. She said, it's good. You know, it should be on your list of, of things to you know, think about. And I, I watched it. It's Jimmy Stewart. Um, it's six years before It's a Wonderful Life. And the trivia on this movie is it's the movie that You've Got Mail is based on. Ah, really? Yep. Basically, it's a correspondence of letters between the two lead characters. They don't get along at all. They know each other mm-hmm. and they don't get along a lot at all. But they're pen pals and are in love as pen pals. And it's basically... You've, You've got, got mail. mail. All right. So um, the only other one I'll shout out is one that I haven't seen yet, but I was on a team meeting uh, this week and we were talking about our favorite uh, Christmas movies and someone mentioned The Family Stone. Not familiar with it, but um, a, a couple of people chimed in that they really liked that one too. So might be one for us to check out. So I saw it on a few lists, but I've never seen it. Um, my very last honorable mention is going to go into the category of Harry Met Sally from, from a, mm-hmm. a holiday perspective. Trading Places. Oh, yeah, of course. Completely is one mm-hmm. of my favorite movies ever. And it's, yeah. you know, right around, you know, it's specifically Christmas and the, the scene with, you know, Ackroyd uh, on, yeah. the, on the subway with the Santa beard eating the fish mm-hmm. through the beard. Oh, my God. Yeah. It makes me cringe every time I think about it. I, you know, I, when I was looking through, I, I did see that one pop up and I forgot to jot that one down. I wouldn't have put it on this list anyway, but that's a great uh, uh, honorable mention. So should we wrap it up there? I think that is a great place to end it. All right. Well, you guys, um, we didn't do our, do this uh, earlier, but um, we'd love to hear from you on what you think of our list. What did we leave out that you think we should have included uh, or, you know, uh, what are your favorites that you know uh, might not be uh hit that that might be hidden gems that you want uh, us to share uh, with other folks so uh, let us know bill how can people get a hold of us so they can reach us on email at bill at bntexcellent.com or tony at bntexcellent.com they can reach us on instagram or the artist formerly known as twitter x at bill and tony pod or they can reach us on facebook at bntexcellent cool so um this was this was fun and we also had you know like you mentioned before a blast doing our christmas music episode so we're gonna uh bring that back from the archives later on this week so yeah after you enjoyed back. this episode back again extravagant no i can't do it sorry thank you for that uh <laughs> yeah so after you enjoy this episode go check out from the archives uh our holiday music episode from last season absolutely don't any final thoughts in this holiday season no just uh you know grateful to uh have the show and have the opportunity to share um, our love for music and movies together and uh we are just consuming so much new or more content and just learning about uh ourselves and learning about the things that we love so just grateful for that and glad just to be doing this show well i would second that 100 percent um i would just add that holiday season is wonderful for some people and hard for many uh 
nobody knows what anybody's going through on any given day. So I would really just encourage everybody out there, anybody who's listening to just, if there's any gift that you can give this year, give the gift of grace and think about what somebody else might be going through and might not be the best, you know, when you, when you bump into somebody and they're not in a great mood, maybe they're, maybe they're having the toughest day of their life. You don't know that. So the gift of grace would be a wonderful thing. Um, and that's what I would really implore everybody to consider this holiday season. You know, you're, uh, those are, are, are profound words. And you just reminded me of one that I forgot to include on our list. And it's specifically, I'm bringing it up uh, here because it, that's, the message of this movie it's a new movie it's still out in theaters um check it out if you haven't seen it yet it's called the holdovers stars paul giamatti and um it reunites him with alexander payne who wrote and directed him in sideways uh many years ago Uh, this movie is just a beautiful christmas movie and it absolutely is a christmas movie and that uh, the underlying message is everything that you just said you don't we don't know what people's past lives are like and what has made that brought them to where they are today so be kind be and have some grace all right well then with that thank you for listening to bill and tony's excellent adventure until next time everyone happy holidays